You are now in tune with the Talking Reggae podcast. I am your host, Jay, of Street Level Uprising. And unfortunately, a sad topic for this uh, it's kind of an emergency podcast that I'm doing here uh, with the passing of you, Roy, one of the founders, one of the, the pillars, the cornerstones. Without, and we'll talk more about this in a minute. But without you, Roy, there might not be hip hop. Or hip-hop might not be exactly what we know it as today. And we'll get into that. It's not going to be a real long podcast here, just some thoughts that I wanted to kind of kick in. And I briefly covered you, Roy, back when I talked about sound systems in the early days of the Reggae Bridge show that I converted to talking reggae. So if you go back, you can find the podcast I did on sound systems, and there's a little bit on you, Roy, in there too. So you, Roy, and, and and the founder, we'll go back. Let's go back. Let's go back to the beginning. So you, Roy, was born in Kingston, Jamaica in 1942. He grew up listening to music of a lot of the American music of the day, just, just like a lot of the other, because you get the radio stations that would reach Jamaica. So a lot of the early singers and producers, they're listening to stuff like uh, Fats Domino, James Brown. The, the R&B, the jazz, uh, the big band, all the stuff that was coming down from the States on the radio waves. So Uroy was no different, grew up on a lot of that stuff. In the early days of the sound system, that's what they were playing too. They were playing American R&B. Count Machucky, who was Uroy, probably Uroy's biggest influence right there, the, the, the guy that he saw and said, hey, I want to do that because Count Machucky was, was doing his, uh, his talking DJ thing over the records he was playing at first, you know, the American R&B and stuff like that. And then, you know, Uroy saw that and he was like, hey, cool, you know, I want to do that too. Uroy was a little bit different. He was, the reason why he's such a pioneer was because he was really, he wasn't the first toaster. He wasn't the first guy to start talking over the, the musical records, especially like them B-sides of the records. But he was the one, he really added some melody to it. He really kind of made it that he was, talking, almost singing, and, and chanting on these records. So that was a big part of what happened with him, you know, why he was such an innovator. So Uroy started doing that in around 1961. In 1970, the way the story goes, John Holt, the, the great singer of the Paragons, John Holt, heard Uroy toasting over a Duke Reed track, spoke to Duke Reed about it, say, you got to check this guy out. So Duke Reed and Uroy link up. So Uroy's first two singles were on Duke Reed's label, Treasure Isle. He had his first hit there with Wake the Town, and then another hit with Where You to the Ball. So with those two hits, Uroy becomes one of the best-known toasters in the country. Went on to work with other producers like Bunny Lee, uh, Lee Scratch Perry, Sonia Pottinger. But all of a sudden, he's a huge toasting star in Jamaica. And he's immediately an influence on everyone else in the music game. All these producers, all these singers, all these other toasters. Uroy was huge. And he kept going. Album and single after album and single. From his first album, Version Galore, all the way up through classics like uh, Dread, in, Dread in a Babylon, Natty Rebel, Rasta Ambassador. Rastafari was very 
very much a part of what you, Roy, was doing. Joyful Locks, which came out in 1975, was a DJ version of a song called Don't Cut Off Your Dreadlocks by Linval Thompson. And then we talk about his influence far and wide, about how maybe there wouldn't even be hip-hop if it wasn't for you, Roy, and the sound systems that came to New York. You got cats like Cool Herc, Jamaican New Yorker, who got into you, Roy, and kind of it spread out from there. You know, it was, you got the drums and a lot like the sound system, you got the drums and the bass, you got somebody, you know, in Jamaica, it was toasting, DJing. And over here in the States, it became rapping. You know, you got some music, you got some lyrics, or you, you improvise some lyrics, whatever it is, freestyle, and you go. And that's huge. All, all that came from you, Roy, and a lot of the other people who were working in that music. And from 1970, when his first album came out, up through 2018, his last album, Talking Roots, produced by Mad Professor, he worked with a lot of different producers. He never stopped making music. And you, Roy's a legend. You, you, Roy, you, Roy was a legend. You know, they, they say you, you have to pass on to really be a legend, but those of us who have anything to do with, with reggae, we know you, Roy was a legend from 1970. I mean, he was, uh, he came up with Jamaican music. He started off with the American stuff, the American music, toasting over that. And then went through the Jamaican transformation from ska to rock steady to reggae to dance hall. It might not be dance hall without him. He made that big of an impact. It's, this is like people talk about like the top five reggae artists or Mount Rushmore of reggae artists. You can make a pretty good case that Uroy belongs on there because of his contributions and because of the influence that's spread everywhere. Some key tracks from Uroy Wake the Town, I mentioned. Uh, where you to the ball? I mentioned. Joyful locks. I mentioned. Chalice in the palace. Rule the nation. Words of wisdom. Tide is high. He did a ver uh, version of Tide is high. Also 1970. Rock with I. King Tubby Skank. Feel Jaw Spirit. It goes on. I mean, there's plenty. There's plenty of great music on there, and it's such an integral part of. Jamaican music of American hip hop. You, Roy, rightfully a legend always. Rest in power, rest in peace, you, Roy. So it's been a tough weekend, and I just wanted to give a rundown of you, Roy's music and his accomplishments. And I'm going to step back out right now. We'll be back with your usual talking reggae soon. One love.